Welcome to the Grow Your Practice podcast. Hi, I'm your host, Chad Madden, owner of Madden Physical Therapy and Breakthrough. Join me each week as we dive into the best practices, systems, principles, tips, and tricks to help you grow your private practice. Hey, gang, wanted to uh, shoot another quick video for you. Uh, kind of a goofy week for me, and I've been uh, a little lax here, so sorry about that. And Yes, I know uh, Stacy always catches that I have yet another black eye, um, but want to talk specifically about um, how to think through making up for lost revenue in your clinic. So I was just on with uh, a friend who's in healthcare, was in uh, physical therapy or chiropractic care, or conservative care, um, actually was conservative care, but uh, wasn't, uh, yeah, not somebody here in Breakthrough. We're talking through some things and they were talking about, you know, same story that we are downward pressure on downward pressure on revenue, upward pressure on cost, shrinking margins. What do I do? And uh, I just put some thoughts together around this, wanted to share them with you. Um, and so you can think through, um, really, you know, how to get your mind right and make some meaningful changes, uh, long-term within your practice. So the revenue loss, the first thing, just realize that, you know, 95% of the population, anytime that there's, they, and this is really like our lizard brain, right? How we're, we're wired, not just as practice owners, but as humans, like usually when there's any sort of danger or things, uh, there's a gap between where we're at and where we want to be. Um, usually what happens is we, you know, we pull back right away. And I've shared, you know, the Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad, Poor Dad story, you know, as a helicopter pilot, the one thing that they taught is when, if the helicopter would get hit in wartime, they would, you know, push forward rather than pull back. That's easier said than done now, right? And, you know, I've been thrilled myself when uh, early on in private practice, when, you know, I would take a loss or lose money in a quarter or a month or anything like that, I would pull back my marketing um, try to save, you know, try to minimize our costs and somehow think that that was going to help me pop out on the other end. Um, it never worked. And uh, usually I'd go, you know, a month or two, 60, 90 days, and then figure out that, that I needed to course correct. And after surviving that a couple times, like quickly figured it out when there is a revenue loss, when there is, um, you know, a, a negative number when we're in the, when we're in the red, when we have more costs than we have income coming in, it is very easy to pull back. And really the only way to, to work out of it is to, to go forward, to figure out a way to, um, to, to grow our revenue, make up for that, you know, 4% Medicare cut or whatever it is. So that's the first, in terms of mentality, you're almost never going to be in a situation where pulling back, clamping down cost, like, you know, so let's say you have a $100,000 a month clinic in terms of revenue and your costs are $95,000. Very difficult to create margin. And let, let's say your um, revenue goes from 100K a month down to 97K in a month, right? So now you only have a $2,000 margin. You had a $5,000 margin per month. Now it's 2000, right? So you had a 60% decrease in margin, right? Pretty big pretty big deal. A lot of owners, um, at least when we have that, you know, when we're being reflexive and reactive, what we'll do is we'll try to 
shrink that down uh, very quick, our, our cost, and somehow think that we can go from you know ninety five thousand in cost down to fifty thousand or something like that and create margin again. That's not how it works. We have to think about how to take the the hundred k that went down to ninety seven, how to get it to one ten or one twenty, something like that, while we're still thousand dollars in expenses. That it's a better way to to business problem solve. All right, enough on that. Um, sec is understand the game and the scoreboard that we're you know that we're playing. We've invested in space. That's a fixed cost. We should aim to fill the space. So if we have three thousand square feet and we're seeing 100 visits a week, that's way too much space, right? We can either um, decide to fill the space, which is, let's say we perceive that we can, or we estimate the capacity for the space is 300 visits, right? Then we want to think through, what do I need to do to get, you know, to create enough demand for my services that we're seeing 300 visits a week through a, a, a week in this space, or the next time we have lease, a lease, we just, we cut back. So that would be an acceptable way. You know, maybe we, um, maybe our eyes, uh, actually I just blanked on the saying, um, you know, maybe we bit off more than we could chew, right. In, in terms of the space size. So we need to readjust. That's fine. Um, but we need to get to a point of where we can control the space that we're in and we can maximally, uh, fill it. So, uh, that's filling the space. The other one is filling schedules, right? That if we have, you know, four full-time clinicians that were aimed and our capacity is, you know, let's say it's 50 visits a week. And we, we believe that we can see 200 visits a week with four full-time clinicians and we're at 130, then the game is how can we get, you know, 200 uh, visits a week, create enough demand for our services that our schedules are full and the space is full as well. The other one um, is kind of interesting, and I, I've heard more of this. So um, Gabby, a team member here at Breakthrough, recently did a survey, and uh, she went through the five biggest um, concerns that private that we have in private practice PT, and in no particular order, they're number one, thin margins, which we've talked about here losing employees uh, to the hospital or local healthcare system. Like I can't afford to keep my, or I can't afford to compete with my employees was one. Uh, not having enough time that's, you know, has plagued us forever as practice owners, inconsistent patient flow. And I, that really is a, the thing that I've heard the most is a loss, right? So I've shared where I lost 44K in a quarter and then 98,000 in a quarter. Um, and that's how devastating that is. And then also, uh, competition. But um, it, it, the thing that we most, or that we're hearing a lot is I lost, you know, a, a therapist. They went to work for the the local hospital system. They were with me for a few years. I actually have a wait list. I don't have a, a, a demand problem for my services. I actually have a problem getting other clinicians in. And that may be true, at least on the surface, but if you think through it farther, if your space was full, schedules were full, and you had margin, you know, let's say you had a $20,000 a month margin versus 5K a month, you'd be able to compete better with the hospital system. Maybe not the same exact wage, 
but maybe there, you know, th there was more that we could do, um, along those lines, you know, uh, we, we could afford a better incentivization program or better benefits or things along those lines. So the, the and along, it's hard to have that conversation without talking about pair mix as well. So we talked about filling space and filling schedules. Ultimately, the right measure of that is dollars, uh, dollars per hour per space. You could do it per square foot or dollars per hour per full-time equivalent uh, schedule, right? So, you know, if a therapist, it, the cost of the therapist is $80,000 a year for a team member and uh, they're generating, uh, let's call it $90 an hour, right? So essentially at a cost of 40, they're generating 90, yet the issue that they usually don't see is the cost of the receptionist, the cost of the marketing, the cost of the billing, um, the cost of the space, et cetera, you know, that margin can go away pretty quick. However, if we can go from $90 an hour to 120, that typically creates a lot of, lot more margin for the business. Well, how do we do that if the, if the schedule's already full and we have a wait list, right? And, uh, and I've heard some owners, not all, but talk about the waste, the wait list is like a bad thing. Bob Kowalik traditionally has talked about this as, you know, we're, we have $60 an hour capped pairs that we're, that we're seeing those patients while we have $120 a visit patients on our waiting list. I'm bastardizing that a little bit, but I think you get the idea. And, um, if we, if we've created enough demand and we have a waiting list, you know, that might be the time that we want to consider either adding, um, the cash pay service, right? Because we have affluent people, um, and we have ways that we can be serving them, um, at a higher rate per, per hour, uh, more valuable rate per hour, or that we can go out and network with those lower payers, something to think through. But if you're looking at the right scoreboard, it's easy to do. If you're looking at the wrong scoreboard, which might just be how long does it take to get a patient in, um, you, you might be not making the best decision. So don't be afraid of the wait list and, um, consider, you know, minimizing your, or optimizing your payer mix. And I did a podcast on that with, uh, Ben Wapker going out of network with, uh, United healthcare, I believe. And, uh, yeah. And, and also think about, you know, looking at the rate score. Um, I just talked about increasing revenue, which would be the fourth thing with, uh, cash pay services, lots of options there, uh, that we've talked through. The other one, uh, the final one is something that was a really big error for me, um, in the beginning. And I've talked about, you know, Jack Stack and the great game of business and also, uh, stake in the outcome. They're essentially the same book and great game of business is the one that I prefer, but, um, it, it, it's how to be. So most of us, if we have very thin margins, or like hiding that from our staff. So they're not even sure what the score of the game is. Um, and, and that's not healthy. <laughs> that's not good. So we're internalizing, we're carrying all the stress with us. Um, the staff doesn't, the team doesn't understand exactly where we're at as a company. Um, they don't know the scoreboard and we're not being transparent. And Jack Stack talks about how he made that transition back in the eighties. Um, and he got owner mentality in across everybody in this company from 
you know, the C-suite, the whole way down to uh, the janitor and everybody else in between in their organizational structure. So everybody um, had ownership mentality. And it's that, when I made that transition, that also was significant for us. It was a game changer. It, it took a lot of pressure off of me. And when we have, you know, a bad month or a bad quarter, or um, we have business problems, we're asking ourselves better business questions and getting to a solution more efficiently rather than me having, you know, to create the solutions uh, for, you know, a uh, hundred plus team members that we have here. It, that's, that's impossible to do, right? But um, we have very competent, very smart people, great team, and they're going forward. They're producing solutions, creating new policies, creating new procedures um, that help our business um, across the board. So anyhow, I wanted to go through that with you in terms of making up for lost revenue. We talked a little bit about mindset, talked about some specific strategies in there as well. Um, so hopefully you got something out of this and you can move forward and uh, use this during uh, your business growth in 2023. As a reminder, I would be remiss if I, if I didn't include this. I believe um, we have one final deadline here for uh, the Breakthrough Live registration, which is in Orlando, February 16th through 18th. I think we just got our plane tickets and everything else uh, lined up. So getting excited, starting to put the, the deck together for uh, the sessions specifically. I know I've gotten feedback from uh, many of you and in our implement, implementation calls, et cetera, shaping up to be a great event. Really excited about it. There is one final deadline, which is January uh, 31st. And that is uh, the final deadline to get a ticket, still at a, a very steep discount. I think it's at a 25 or 50% discount um, to the final price. You know, if you showed up at the event and didn't have a ticket, um, the, the, the final price. But uh, again, that ticket is subsidized for you by many of the partners um, that are going to be there from Innovus, NewFit, um, practice promotions, et, et cetera. They're all going to be there, but they are very much subsidizing uh, that ticket for you. It's a great place to come, learn, network with other practice owners, see how other people are navigating the financial conditions that we're in right now. Um, we, we have an awesome hot seat lineup for you. Uh, there's guest speakers as well. I know Ryan Payne's going to be there. Carl's going to be doing sessions. Very much looking forward to it. Uh, one final deadline. I, I don't have the link on me right now, so I can't read it to you, but I will get the link and make sure I post it in here for you as well. Otherwise, have a great weekend. Hope this helps and I'll see you soon. Hi, listeners. I think I might have something that you're interested in. If you are a listener of this podcast, I'm assuming that you're an owner or an aspiring practice owner. And my question for you is, what's the most pressing thing that you're wondering about in growing your practice? So essentially, if you could ask me any question, what would that be? You know, is it something around personnel? Like, you know, how do I handle when team members ask for a raise? Is it something around marketing? Like, should I be advertising on TikTok? Or how often should I be emailing my past patients? Is it something in finance or practice growth? Well, if you have a question, wouldn't it be great if you get an immediate answer from me to your question? And I think I have something that you might be interested in if that does fit the case for you, I uh, might be able to help you out. I'm hosting a live Q&A session for 
private practice owners. And you'll be able to hop on the call and uh, unmute yourself, have your camera on if you prefer, and ask me any question that you might have related to practice growth. Absolutely nothing is out of bounds. And uh, the the deal is you just need to register for the call. I think we have a limitation on how many people can get in. Um, we are, this is something new that we're launching uh, specifically to the Grow Your Practice podcast, but you do need to register. So there's likely a link um, here or in the uh, getbreakthrough.com page. So you can go there or look in the show notes here for the link, but you do need to register for the next live Q&A session. So what's your most pressing question? You make, make sure that you write that down. What's stopping you from growing your practice and the way that you want to grow it? And then join me in the next live Q&A session, and we'll make sure that you get your questions answered. Remember to visit getbreakthrough.com to access our free resource library designed specifically for private practice growth. While you're there, make sure you register for a complimentary growth assessment to learn about potential opportunities for growth in your local market. Again, thank you for tuning into the Grow Your Practice podcast and supporting our mission to help people in pain get back to normal naturally.